across the galaxy. This is where conspiracy on the wild side meets the perspective of a lifetime. This is the Free Zone with your host, Freeman. Hello and welcome to the Free Zone. I just wanted to make it clear that I have now walked through a number of people switching from PayPal to Stripe. It's a very simple process, so don't worry if you want to do it. It's it's right there. If you go to the subscribe page, you have no need to fill out all the form because you already have a profile right below that. You'll see if you want to cancel your your PayPal and switch to Stripe, just click this link. And that'll give you all the information to just throw in your credit debit card or whichever you need. And uh, yeah, very simple, very easy. I'll do everything else on the back end, cancel all your PayPal and uh well cancel your payments to me anyway not your paypal and uh set you up with the stripe and have you all set so uh, i've worked through it it is all set it's very easy just go to the subscribe page on freemantv.com and hit the link underneath the form and you'll see it so anyway yes yeah, so that was quite a process and yes i mean we are in a world where you have to keep up at every moment i mean how fast is our world going now compared to where we were in like even in the 60s and the 50s and the andy griffith days when he's strolling the streets whistling and uh you know look at us today look how fast our world is moving how can we keep up with the thoughts how can we possibly deal with the amount of stress and just the uh, energies that are bombarding us and the mysteries and the wonders and the strange high strange black darkness that's going on all of it just hitting into our souls and i felt like one good way to express all of this and get into this is with lindsay Sharman. She's a wonderful host over at Rogue Ways and published at least four books at this point, an educator, a spiritualist, and all-around great person that uh, I just love to talk to. So, Lindsay, hey, welcome to the Free Zone. Oh, my God, Freeman. I still get so excited. Even when you just said the intro and like, welcome to the Free Zone, and then hearing you introduce me, I, you know, for people who might not know, listened to your show for at least 10 years uh, before I even started a show of my own. So I talk about you all the time on my show. It's an honor to be here. And uh, you're just one of my favorite people in the universe. So thank you for everything you do. And thanks for having me today. Well, thank you. I mean, that's what makes it worth it. That's all that makes it worth it. And when I, I went to Flattoberfest uh, yeah, last weekend and uh, they, I mean, the love, the love that I got, I had no idea. I mean, a third of the audience there were, were major Freeman fans and I really didn't know or expect. And, and it's not like, you know, it's, it's true love. It's amazing. And, and I, I, you know, I feel this touching of souls. I feel this connection and I don't know that I'm doing it, you know, until I run into all of you and you say these things. And then I'm like, wow, this really is doing something, you know, here we go. Cause I love humanity. I love the world. I love life. I think it's all so fascinating. You know, that's where I come from. And on all of this, I'm a, I'm just a little kid looking around going, damn, <laughs> this planet's crazy. <laughs> and it's just so fascinating to me to follow all these different threads and mindsets and magic and, you know, uh, just really try to understand the truth of reality around us. And, and even if I don't ever figure it out, which it feels like, you know, there's a there's a hard stop in conspiracy theory. And then you just got to kind of venture out into some wild, uh, you know, expanses of reality to try and 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 bring some sort of 
story to a thing because you know you everybody has has gotten to a point now where they're just i don't know they're they, they it's like man you know is this really the humans you know is this really humans that are doing what, what we're seeing on planet earth currently and um what, what what are your thoughts on all of that oh my god it's it's crazy it's insanity we're at the weirdest point in time ever. And, you know, it's funny talking about having listened to you for all those 10 years. And for me, it was like, oh my God, there's someone else who really gets it. And who also has this insane, like synchromistic life that just brings them from one insanity to the next. And this wonder that of the universe. And I just felt finally like seen and like that, like I wasn't alone, you know? Um, and now we're here and back then it seemed crazy, but now (laughs) it's like even weirder. Uh, and the things that are happening are so quick. Like we were talking about, uh, it's just so fast. And I, I keep hearing everyone say this people who are sort of, you know, initiated, non-initiated conspiracy theorists, non-conspiracy theorists, sort of spiritual woo-woo people, non-spiritual, just materialists. Like everybody feels that way, that things are just so fast. And you and I were even talking before the show about this, you know, the information overload of it as well, which part of that's intentional, right? Part of that, the, the controllers or the would-be controllers, whether they're just human or augmented by demonic other or whatever, whatever they are, um, you know, that they're maybe doing on purpose because it's, it, it suits their needs, I think, to keep people as confused as possible with all this information overload. But I also feel like it's like out there in the sort of ether, so to speak, you know, when we were sort of talking about EMF radiation and this radiation soup we live in, and even outside of the biological damage that could be doing just how much information it's carrying, right? The, the wireless and the, and the 5G and all this is carrying information, massive amounts of information in it. And some part of us has got to be aware of that too. So we have this like information overload on the, the more sort of etheric level from this type of stuff too. And on top of that, I feel like it is true that we're all sort of awakening or we're all sort of moving forward and we're all sort of, you know, becoming more aware of our, our sort of, um, other gifts, right. Past our normal five senses. And then to combine all that at once, like, this is kind of like sink or swim time, right? Like the it's, it's a lot, it's a lot for anybody, but, um, I'm really, again, grateful to have, uh, such good guides and teachers like you and others to help navigate this. And, you know, I feel like I get to offer that to other people now too, because it is just an insane world and it is so hard to parse. And, um, especially in this darkness that we seem to be in at this moment, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot for people to confront and deal with. Yes. I remember often on the road, I would think about the, just the vision of you had to go from one stone to the next and you just have to, you know, focus on that next stone <laughs> and then the next and the next. I don't know what that really means, but it really got me through a lot of hard points yeah. where you just knew that the next rock was there, you know, even if you didn't see it. And I think that's what most people don't have is that sense of, uh, uh, of, yeah, there we go with the brain soup, right? Like it's, right. <laughs> it's it's like a crazy wave that feels like it's running from behind you, just pushing every thought forward as fast as it possibly can. And so many people, uh, and one thing like, oh, you go back to Serge Manast and Project Bluebeam, 
we always talk about the fake alien invasion and what that meant and all of the things that he mentioned with the holograms or things like that. But he was also talking about demonic entities being shifted through Wi-Fi through or, uh, fiber optic lines. They didn't have Wi-Fi in one search. My NASA was writing this, but uh, fiber optics and how this information was being transmitted on light. You know, guys, this information is being transmitted on light. It's uh, it's obvious that we would have some type of receptor in our brain, you know, mm -hmm. that would take in that data. And if it's, you know, pointing at the speed of light <laughs> and just rushing. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, it was so much easier. I was thinking that Halloween when we would have the parades, you know, all of our children, everybody in the neighborhood knew everybody in the neighborhood. And we'd parade down the street in our costumes with the parents leading the way. I mean, it really was, you know, back in the whole Andy Griffith days, like I was introducing. It's crazy how different the world is and how fast it is. And yeah. And how disconnected, right? Like you, even that image, I'm like, no one does that anymore. No one has these, all these kids sort of parading together. No one even knows necessarily their neighbors. I shouldn't say no one, but it's, it's a lot less likely now, you know, that, uh, kids even have friends that are neighbors, uh, that they get to hang out with and know their parents know each other. And these sorts of traditions are all sort of out the window and, and it's at the worst possible time that we've sort of lost that connection because exactly like you're talking about these uh, demonic energies are being pushed around. I feel that I know that that's what's happening for me, you know, and, and I know there's a lot of people who think that's insane. Uh, but like you said, there's these people who are out in the open and saying it out loud, that that's the intention, that that's what they want, that that's what they're doing. And to have that be what's assaulting us, you know, probably all day, every day, uh, in various levels, in various ways. And to have that be the same period of time where we have perhaps the least connection to ourselves and to our fellow man than we've ever had. Right. And, you know, that's, and that's what we need in order to get through those things. When you're talking about just one stone in front of the other, in front of the other, and you know, how overwhelming some of these things can be. I was sort of picturing like the, uh, you know, being the trip mother, which I just was on accident almost always <laughs> um, for many people. And, and they'd get to those moments where you sometimes get in those trips and in life uh, where there, where it's just overwhelming suddenly. And you're like, wait, no, but like, what about this thing? And that's, what if that's bad? And this thing is going to be not good. And, that, and you just have to sort of help that person go like, Hey, Hey, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's okay. You're okay right now. Aren't you like, look at this other thing. That's good. Look at this other stone you can step to, and it's solid in this time, but it's harder to see those stones and step to them when you don't have like the trip mother or just the person who's just there with you, right. That yes. you can connect with and trust. And, you know, they do that on purpose. They, they rip us apart from each other on purpose because they know that that is such a powerful force that we all have and, and can hold for one another. In every these angel, times. Yeah. every angel in my life has been another human. Yes. yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like every time I've been saved. But yes, okay, so we're we're stuck in this quest of identity politics because we have no soul left and we all just trying to cling on to whatever we can to say this is me. And yet uh the confusion just continues to pour in. So here we have Elon Musk, hero, savior, villain, who the hell knows? Right. Uh, you know, he's saving Twitter, he's gonna ruin Twitter, he's gonna kill everyone. 
And then he comes out on Halloween in a Baphomet costume with an inverted cross. Is this uh, Asperger's type of uh, sense of humor that we're seeing here? Because Elon is, a, a, you know, does have Asperger's and, and they do think differently. But here we are. This is kind of a prime example of identity politics because he's like the crux of this whole thing, like this giant mystery of. Uh, Everything that we're looking at, you know, with uh, Neuralink and uh, and Starlink and and mind transfer technologies, you know, which of course Neuralink, but uh, cloning and and deep underground bases and and you know torches and lasers and whatever you know, this guy's <laughs> doing and it's electric cars and uh, you know, um, yet you know, here he comes out in this this <laughs> satanic costume that I. I don't know what to think. I really don't know what to think. I, I, I think he's as big of a mystery as where our world is right now. It is really hard. He, you know, his family is this old money sort of, uh, you might say, Illuminati family, right? Like they're very well connected. And uh, is it the diamond trade that they were a part of in South Africa? I can't, I think that that's it. It's some, some other rare mineral maybe or, or precious gem, but uh, something like that, definitely like a ruling class family. Uh, so he didn't come out of nowhere, right? He's got that. And even his mother, she's super weird. I forget her name at the moment, but Mrs. Musk, she's done the one eye thing and the, and the whatever. And all of these symbols, as, as I think you've probably pointed out too, are they're somewhat neutral, but they're used by this class of people to signal to one another and, you know, to, proclaim their sort of um, fealty <laughs> to certain traditions and ideas and 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 ruling class ethics. She's been in the bathtub. She's had the checkerboard, you know, floor, and she's just constantly pushing this sort of stuff. And then here her son comes. Uh, and yeah, every project he's been involved in has seemed good, right? They're always pushing these things of like, oh, look at how it's going to help. And especially a vulnerable class, right? Like, look at how it's going to help the like autistic people or, you know, the people with disabilities and, or, you know, whatever else. And, and we're like, oh yeah, that's great. Uh, or PayPal. It was like, wow, we get to really like win one over on the banks and we get to start sending money directly to each other and having no fee for it. And it's so great. It's so freeing. And now look at what PayPal's become, right? There's all these fees, actually. It's not really, it's still cool. It's convenient, and, you know, but it's starting to get more of those fees. And then now they're like threatening to what sue you or just steal from you actually there's no suing involved it's two thousand five hundred dollars every time they decide you have wrong think or wrong speak right in a in any kind of a public now, platform again we go back to the ethereal state uh whereas you know good bad uh because that whole paypal thing i find this really curious and sorry if i said this before guys but i just find this so fascinating in that uh the statement was put out. Okay, we're gonna find twenty five hundred dollars for wrong think, and then immediately retracted. No, no, no. Sorry, that was never actually gonna be in the in the contract. And then, then it comes back around again. Oh well, no, we yeah, uh, you know, no official. But now the rumors out there, right? But think of what happened: is all the truthers quit PayPal. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I just lost you know, I don't know how many members, right? Like everybody canceled their PayPal, right? So the only people quitting are the truthers, right? So the only people suffering from this PayPal boycott 
is me you know? yeah. <laughs> and you and yeah. the people that have been trying to survive on this PayPal because it was a phenomenon to be able to, you know, a lot of people weren't here at the beginning of the World Wide Web. <laughs> you know, I've been here since day one. And, uh, you know, the ability to communicate, promote and do all of the things that you could never have done before the World Wide Web to speak to the world, to, uh, you know, ask the world for a dollar. Right. We've seen that happen. People on Venmo put up their uh, put up his, his Venmo number at a football game and said, I need a beer and made a million dollars. Right. And that should show you like the minimum Im input, maximum output area that we're at. We, we were sitting in a situation where we could all like support one another and free each other and do all of that. It would only cost you a dollar to give me a million, you know what I mean? Uh, it, uh, or, you know, and that we could do that to anyone, everyone, but we just couldn't see the, the true, but that's what I saw when I saw the World Wide web, I was like, Oh my God, you know, we could be our own business. We can promote, we can uh, take our own cash. And, and, you know, so that became this model, but we are in an area where, it uh but so yeah the point being is that just the statement that wrong think would cause a $2,500 fine has caused a $2,500 fine in my income uh you know it's uh eventually you know what I mean because everybody quit and hopefully people will come back on stripe but who knows you know it's uh but so I just found that a very interesting and I think that's where we're at like where everything's just a big question so you know joe biden right like who is this money you know this this mental patient yeah. uh and and then what uh, are we all begging to have the neocons back you know there's like no win-win situation here we're asking for authority or authority to take over and that's always been my biggest problem like wait a minute guys yeah he's a bumbling fool but don't you think this has all been engineered so that you'll then bring in the the overlord you know it's just uh, how do we find freedom, Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, it's really, really dicey out there. And it's intentionally this confusing too, right? Like we were talking about, is Elon Musk good or bad? Is PayPal good or bad? Is Neuralink good or bad? Or, you yeah. know, I'd like, to, I'd like to hope that he like went into Neuralink so that he could sort of sabotage it from the inside and make it, you know, not work. Because he's also talked about the dangers of, of AI and yeah. bringing in these higher consciousnesses. So yeah, it's very, it's very unclear. Uh, and then, and then this costume, you know, but again, he's, he's got all of these imprints and these signs and symbols of, of the sort of dark side and of the control structure. And he's been a part of at least the actor at the front, sort of the facing front for all of these projects. So he definitely has this role he's playing. And I genuinely don't even know sometimes if it's, if it's him if, if it's Joe Biden, is it Joe Biden or which Joe Biden is it? Seems like there's like five of them now, you know, like uh, it, which one is it? And you actually were, you know, the forefront of this and, and talking about this, the first in my consciousness, at least about the cloning capabilities and with Obama and his family and all of that stuff. And it wasn't that long ago now, but I had a, an astral, you know, experience where I went deep underground, you know, some deep underground military base, it was somewhere seemingly in the Northeast. Uh, and down there was tons of clones for all of these high ranking people. And they were like being trained, you know, to uh, be able to mimic most effectively the person that they might be asked to replace. 
And I was, and, and I was sad. My, my feeling and experience there was sadness. Like these beings are trapped here and locked here. They have this one goal and purpose and they were excited to see me, which is another interesting thing, right? Cause if there are clones and this is all a real experience, then clones apparently have uh, some sort of soul or else they wouldn't be able to see an astral being right. Uh, in my perception, at least that's what it would mean. And they were so excited to see me and they were saying like, oh, do we get to go now? I Look, watch how good I can do Joe Biden, right? Watch. And I was like, oh my God, they're like little sorry children stuck in like a cavern and just being used for this event. So I don't even know if Elon Musk is Elon Musk. I don't know if Joe Biden right. is Joe Biden. I don't know if any of these people are even who they say they are. <laughs> what, what is their role? And like you said, what is the end game like what do they actually want and and what they actually want i think is for us to to a be uh completely filled with or accept or invite in demonic energies or just be associating with them without knowing it but also to choose our enslavement because we do have free will and yeah maybe we're going to invite in the the neocons and the um you know the right wing authoritarianism as a as a pendulum swing in reaction to this insanity that seems to be going on right there's there's always the game there's always there 10,000 ways they can spin it and move it you know even with this stupid Paul Pelosi thing I think that's his name right <laughs> and the hammer and yeah. the underwear guy I'm yeah. like right like I really don't think that was planned I think this was an accidental lover spat Right. And that and that he called the cops because something got out of hand. And so they had to spin it anyway to sort of hide that. But then they also were like, cool, let's just use it to, you know, make it seem like this MAGA country, like, <laughs> you know, uh -huh. dimension, demented person was out doing violence and they've spun it to their to their benefit in that way. And it seems to be working for their base, at least. So it's like, even if things go as planned or if they don't go as planned, they have right. all of these tools, all of these ways to sort of make us go along in the direction they would like us to. And, you know, the, the answer I think to all of it is to as much as possible, just don't play the game, right? Just say, I don't know. I don't care who that underwear guy is or why he was there. That's your problem. <laughs> right. Or yeah. I don't know. Is there five Bidens? Like, it doesn't matter to me because I'm not I'm not invested in having someone rule above me anyway. And, and you seem like a clown and, you know, is PayPal good or bad? Well, I'm just not going to use it because it uh, is being used against me at least, you know, in some way and to have as much as possible be outside looking in, what do they say? Be, be in the world and not of the world. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah to, to sit back and fight over your opinion with somebody you know is to me just a fool's there and it's so dumb and such a waste of energy and it seems like so many people have to prove themselves to another like they need this accreditation and uh you know this form of narcissism and psychopathy is just born is being engineered into these people into the point where they're willing to literally come to blows over a difference of opinions and i, I don't know to me that's crazy it is really crazy. I, I have people who will, you know, be fighting with me, right? Like I just say something and they're like, no, no, it's not like that. And, and where's your sources anyway? And I'm like, I'm not going to cite sources for you. And they're like, you have to, you have to, you set a claim. And I'm like, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> if I were having a conversation with you and you were politely asking me for some, I would definitely share some, but you're doing this as an attack and you think I owe you something, you know, like you think I owe you the, the fight 
that I have to engage with this with you and fight it out and give you sources. I'm like, no, I don't have to play that game either. Um, it is very interesting that even our opinion has been made made into this fighting grounds, this division space, instead of just a learning experience and a sharing. Now, do you think that certain demonic forces, energies could follow you through different people in your life? Like I find sometimes I end up with the same demonic character in my life that I can't ever seem to um, get rid of. It's uh like, I don't know, just sometimes I see these same personality quirks that come up and I'm like, wow, am I dealing with the same entity here? Or how's this work? I, yeah. I, I've i lived with a lot of homeless and, and, you know, truly, truly actually insane people have stayed at my house, you know, so yeah. I have many <laughs> layers of understanding and all this. I didn't mean to make it sound like I have a bunch of crazy friends, but yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it. There definitely seems like with after talking with Jerry Marzinski, and that's a, such a great show we had, and a few of them. Um, just this concept that these forces are talking to these people, and and then they're talking to more people than just one. And I'm starting to see where I might be running into like the same energy of a of a dark side in in different people that just kind of pop up in my life. Yeah. Oh, it's an excellent point you know one and i love that i love jerry marzinski and i found him through your show and and i love having i've I've had the pleasure of having him on my show since then as well and his whole body of work and and insights that he brings to that demonic possession and and what it can look like and mental illness and all these things is so important for people to hear uh and i and i also have this you know nuanced understanding from my own experiences in healing myself and healing others and my own spiritual journey um, and one of the things I've noticed, you know, is that demonic, what we might call demonic possession or attachment or affliction, uh, it happens in various layers, right? And so this, you can kind of think of it as like, these are um, available all the time, right? Like all of this demonic energy is is everywhere. And I don't mean to sound like this is terrifying or we should all be very afraid, but it's just, it's around. And so is the angelic, right? So is the good and, and that's all around and available as well. But, you know, it might be as slight as, you know, you're sitting there and you're doing whatever you're doing and suddenly you just have like an impulse or you have like a really negative thought or you have like a, just a negative sort of image come into your mind. And you might even think like, kind of like, wow, where did that come from? Right. And that, that's sort of like the lowest level demonic sort of affliction or, or possession. Right. And then like the next layer down might be that you actually act on the thing, or you say the thing out loud, or, or you describe it to another person. And this is always interesting to me, right? People are often like, oh, look at this like horrible thought I had. Now you have it too. And it's like, well, why did you want me to have this horrible thought? Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really want that. That's really bad. Uh, but we do that, right? And that's another layer of this. And, and those are pretty slight. They're pretty socially acceptable. They're pretty normal. And then we get into like a, a deeper layers. And and then we might get into sort of drug addiction and abuse and what we might call mental illnesses. And, and then we can get deeper and we can get to eventually what we call like full possession. And then beyond that, what we might call perfect possession. Uh, and so we have all these, all these layers of affliction, right? And then let's just say that someone else is going through any number of those layers and we're just there sort of around it. And like you said, like, why does it seem to, to follow me? Like, why does the same type of demonic energy seem to come through others, but like at me or around me? Um, and there's a couple different things I, I look at. One of them is 
I really believe, and I understand in my own path that if we are a bright light in the world, or we are spiritual healers ourselves, or we are bringing through sort of divine understanding or wisdom as, as sort of teachers and guides, uh, and you might fit many of those categories, Freeman, that these demonic energies see that and they would love to just attack it, right? They would love to just stop that, slow it down, turn it off, you know, waylay it. Uh, so that might be one reason why some of this would come through to you or, or someone like you or myself, you know, over and over again. And it's like, oh my God, when is this going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like constant, constant. So there's that, but there's another thing. And this is also very common for all of us that we find the the trickster and the um beyond that more demonic energies will come to poke at us in our weak spots so there is a part of us that is uh sort of the failing or the wound that hasn't healed and it, and it's sort of inviting it in a way right we're like i uh you know one really easy example and it and it connects with narcissism and psychopathy and sociopathy is the codependency Right. If I'm codependent, I'm going to attract a narcissist or I'm going to attract a sociopath. I'm going to attract someone on the borderline spectrum because that's the perfect counterpart corresponding energetic waveform, we might say, to my codependency. Right. And it can be, but it can be any weakness we have. It doesn't have to be codependency and narcissism specifically. It can be something else. Right. But whatever our sort of personal failing or weaknesses might be, uh, those are going to be the spots where darkness strikes, right? Because it sees it and it's like, oh, well, there's the hole in your armor. That's where I'm going to stab you. <laughs> so in a way, they're kind of really good teachers in that sense, because we can look and say, why do I keep getting stabbed here? And we can say, oh, I might want to patch up the armor there, right? And I'm not saying you want to become hardened in your heart or not reach out to people or, you know, you don't, you can heal these places without becoming, you know, that sort of person that, that cuts off from other people or, or this energy that is good in the universe. Uh, and that's really the goal. If you're going to use these things as teaching opportunities is to find that wound, find that hole in your armor and, and heal it instead of making it hardened and sinking back into the shadows, licking your wounds. Right. Uh, and then you find, well, you can't hurt me anymore. Right. And one, another simple example of this is if someone says to me like, Hey, you're fat and ugly. Like I would just kind of laugh, like, because I know I'm not, <laughs> I just feel like, Oh, that's weird. Like that person's having a day. Uh, but if someone says to me, I don't know, something else that I haven't yet healed, like maybe they say like, hey, you're stupid and worthless. And that's not something that I, you know, already have healed myself. I might go, oh, ouch, like that really hurts. I'm going to cry and I'm going to whine and be sad and I'm going to blame them for attacking me. But the reality is if I didn't have that in me already unhealed, that wouldn't have hurt at all. So it's the same sort of idea, right? Like if I don't have this hole in my armor, I don't have this wound, you can't actually hurt me at all. And demonic energy is no different on that. And, you know, it comes through people, especially in the sort of narcissistic borderline and, and psycho psychopathic sort of spectrum most easily. It's the easiest for us to identify. And it's also the most often, uh, or I should say most commonly encountered by people. We, we most often are some level of codependence and we most often have encountered a lot of narcissism in our life. And that 
really, I think, is this demonic system, right? I think the entire society, our education system, our economic system, our media, our pop culture, you know, our our social, like everything is narcissistic. All of it is narcissistic. And so we've been trained to either become narcissists ourselves because it's safer and we have power in that, or to be the vulnerable and the codependent because we won't get attacked as harshly, right? We won't get hammered down because we're not popping our head up. We're just kind of subservient to the narcissistic energy. And we just go along to get along and, you know, whatever you need, I'll do that for you. Uh, And that sort of energy is, is what we've been trained in as we see it over and over and over again. So uh, I do think that's demonic. I I don't really see a difference. And I'm not saying everyone who officially is diagnosed with borderline or narcissism is a demon, um, you know, and, and that the people who aren't diagnosed, but have those tendencies are, are demonic. But I am saying that that is where uh, demonic energy can come through really easily. And it's also intentional. It's a really great control system. Uh, and so it was put in place definitely on purpose. Those characteristics are, are intentionally propped up in all of those aspects of our society and culture. Absolutely. When when you step back and you review the book of Enoch and you go back to this original tale of the watchers, the fallen angels, and in my opinion, the only really source about the fallen angels that we have, there, there might be other things, but this whole story of Lucifer that people carry around that Lucifer was the most beloved of God and was so proud and was cast down from heaven with two thirds or a third of the angels. Uh, that story doesn't exist, right? Like it's not in the Bible anywhere. So, uh, you know, that's just a part of the priestcraft. But the book of Enoch, you know, whatever you want to relate as to its authenticity or whichever, but the story and the tale is of this very narcissism that we're talking about because the fallen ones come here to earth and take over and they bring high heels, you know, they bring uh, yeah. lipstick, <laughs> yeah. they bring all the forms of narcissism, uh, along with black magic. And, uh, so the, the very tale of that narcissism that our society is based on, which you're absolutely correct. If, if you, I had, uh, Mark Passio on and, and of course he was a Satanist, like a, a member of the church of Satan. And if you take an outline of what it means to be a Satanist, which is uh, selfish or, uh, you know, might makes right or uh, pride and all of the things. Well, you know, you get most of these in your high school cheerleaders, you know, they're telling you to crash, kill and destroy your neighbor. Right. Like uh, we really do have a satanic root to our culture. Yes. You know, what's interesting as you're talking about this is that. uh I was just thinking, you know, God is like the ultimate opposite of narcissist. <laughs> um, God, you know, if, if we're to believe what we're told, uh, especially in traditions like the Bible, God gave us free will, right? And and we might even say like, oh, I want to do God's will or may I, my will be God's will. And But it's like, well, what is God's will? God gave us free will. God's will is for us to do and choose anything we want. And there's, and it's interesting even how that kind of borders on the satanic precept of, um, you know, do what thou will. This will be the whole of the law. Uh, It's God actually kind of said that to us, like, do what you will. Well, let me amend that then real quick. 
because okay. that is a point of contrition. And we'll get into some more of this in the second hour, even with the the, the ideas of the inversion of the cube and Saturn. Yeah. Uh, but um, I just wanted to point out, because this is something I, I noticed and thought about when I read the entire phrase, right? Love is the law, love under will. Uh, you know, do what thou wilt. Love is the law, love under will. I see that as the narcissist. If you're putting love under the will, mm. but if you were to read it and said will under love then then the statement of do what thou wilt would make sense because <laughs> yeah. you, your will's under love but that's the big difference is that last phrase is always left out of the quote that's uh, very interesting it is always le left out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and love is really the that the force that I would call God anyways. Right. Yeah. And we are, and we are that we are made in his image. We are also that love energy, which we can call prana or vril or orgon or any of these sorts of words, but they're really come down to that. Like this source energy that is love that we are. Uh, and then that's the least narcissistic thing you could do is to say, look, uh, maybe I made you in my image and in, in this sense that you are also love and you're also this, right? But you get to do whatever you want where the narcissist energy is exactly the opposite. And it says, look, I made you, or even if I didn't make you, you do what I want you to do, whether it's glorifying me or groveling and debasing yourself, or it doesn't even matter. It's just what I want. I choose for you and you better do it because that's what I want. I don't accept anything except that which reflects me. Right. And that's where we get into psych psychopathy and sociopathy. They're really on the exact same spectrum as narcissism. Uh, and it is this inversion of, of love. It's this inversion of God uh, and God like energy. Uh, and, and it doesn't honor the will of the other. Whereas God giving us free will really honors us, loves us so much that he said, good, do whatever you want. Uh, and again, there's not no consequences to this, but in fact, the consequences are going to be your best teacher that can bring you back to this truth that you are me and that we are love. <laughs> it will always guide you back to that. Eventually it could be no other way. So yes, do whatever you will. But when we invert that in a way, and we try to control others and we try to make others do what we want. And, and it's so funny too, because they, they even feel like, oh, we are God. We're becoming God. And because we're God, we're going to control. But God did the opposite of that. God gave up all control and said, do what you want. It's just this direct opposition to narcissism. So even narcissism is an inversion and it's the inversion of God. Without a doubt. So, yes, guys, I mean, let's look at this puzzle, you know, uh, uh, in my in my 50, 50 some plus years here, uh, I've watched this puzzle. And, and as I watched the the politics of it all, the Democrats were raping, killing and uh, imprisoning everyone or uh, the second the Republicans were the New World Order, Big Brother and bringing about global war. You know, uh, I couldn't find a winning solution in either of these <laughs> that that and yet I saw all the potential of humanity as I came out and met all of you. I'm certain I've met three times the average humans uh, in a lifetime. So I got to know a lot of humans and uh, I got to say that the majority of them are not this or not psychopathic narcissists and Yet, you know, they are definitely trying to turn everybody into them. So we must stay in communication. We must stay together, but we can't continue to seek a higher authority to 
control our authority you know we got to start to find ourselves find each other and figure this out within and Lindsay definitely brings it to you like i say she hosts rogue ways uh she's authored her books you want to give everybody uh all the ways that they can find you of course uh, uh rockfin yes let's, yeah uh let's tell everybody how they can find all your work I would love to. And uh, I just want to say, and hopefully it's not too much as we're winding down here, but yeah, as you're. Uh-oh, you cut out. Aaron. Wait. Oh, you're... are we yeah. so good? Yeah. Uh, yes. It Uh-oh. just, you you went wee real quick. And oh. you... <laughs> it's all right. Uh, and now we're back. Um, yeah. well, I do, don't worry, I guys. Just want... We still got the second hour coming. So, you know, don't worry. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to say this. Um, you know, left or right, Republican, Democrat, and this sort of political, and what do we actually do? And how do we solve things? And thinking about narcissists and demonic and God and love. I just heard today, and I, I thought it was so apt, actually, someone said, you know, in the end, you're not ever a Democrat or Republican, you're not left or right, you're either an anarchist or a socialist. And you, that's all there is to it, you just got to choose one. And I was like, huh, is that true? And I was sort of thinking about it just now. And I was like, you know, what's interesting is, Socialism is really about this, um, you know, victim mentality. It's about this blame game. It's about this desire to control others. It's about inflicting your will upon the masses via the central control mechanism of government, no matter how you look at it, right? Even if it's coming from a place of wanting everyone to have enough, you're, you're still doing it that way, this outward externalized. And that is a very narcissist energy to say, I get to control you and I get to tell you what to do. Whereas anarchy, whether we agree with it or not, understand it or not, it is actually about self-responsibility. Like you were saying, finding in yourself the control mechanism and finding in yourself the responsibility to make yourself better and the world better. And that comes from love, loving yourself enough to do that. And then it can flow out to other people. Um, it's free of force. And in fact, it's about freedom. So that's a very interesting um, way to look at it. So I don't know how many people out there might relate to that or just find it helpful to them when they're looking at this whole picture. But I would love to invite people to uh, rogueways.org. It is my site and the hub for everything I do. And I do so much. I do have many books. Many of them are channeled inspired um, messages from source and from uh, guides and allies from the beyond, uh, from the good, true, and beautiful. And so you can get those there. I will write an inscription for you. If you buy them from me, you can get them on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon as well under Lindsay Sharman. Um, you can also find the show everywhere podcasts are. You can come on Rockfin and watch live with us every Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. Mountain. Uh, it's also on YouTube sometimes when it feels safe. You know, it's not always, it's not a great place and they love to censor. So I don't always release everything there. Rockfin's really the best place to be. So it's rokfin.com slash rogueways. Um, and those are just the best places to find me, get the books. You can book a tarot reading or a guidance session or a healing ceremony with me. And, um, and you can also just drop me a message and say, Hey, I have classes that I teach and it's all just there on the site. So rogueways.org is really the best place to go. Awesome. Yes. 
And I, too, am there in the Rockfin worlds because of my banning on YouTube. And I've been wanting to get in there anyway. I loved being a part of a community. I've tried to build so many of these different communities of truthers. Uh, you know, if I can use that term without a, offending anyone, I don't know. But, you know, all of us trying to come together in different collectives. We tried Conspiracy Central. We tried the People's Voice. We tried, you know, I've been at the heart of each of these attempts at trying to form networks. And Rockfin did a really good job of giving everybody a platform for their video content and so rockfin slash uh, rockfin.com slash freeman fly is also uh, where all my stuff is and i would love if you know you guys went back and reviewed all that stuff because well most of my guests are dead so you know it's not like they're coming back to tell you what they told me so definitely don't really you know realize there's no such thing as an old show and it does you so well to go back and listen to all this so all of those are now up on rockfin and they're going out every week all the old freeman perspectives and the lectures and everything is going out there and of course i always got to give great love to steve mercer associate producer here that uh, just keeps the ball rolling for me man he's been rolling around you know he takes care of a lot of people i take care of a lot of people and uh so it's uh it's an amazing ride that we're on here together and i i'm so always so thankful that steve's there for me he's got my back and 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 you know uh get get his back producer steve at freemantv.com is the email producer steve at freemantv.com send him guest ideas for the show or thoughts that you want to get covered on here things like that or uh just tell him how much you love him for just doing what he does because he's been back here for almost decade or maybe even a decade by now so that's crazy and i just want to mention again the george wiseman aqua cure which is at the bottom of every post if you want to get a hold of your browns gas generators check it out um that is eagle-research.life and uh amazing stuff use coupon code freeman and you get discounts on the on the aqua cure uh people are telling me all kinds of great things about that so uh Thank you all so much for continuing to support my efforts. And I'm so thankful to hear that I really am making a, a change here and, and, and keeping this human being alive because uh, that's the most critical thing is the, the, the thought of, of, oh my God, how are you ever going to know that humans are good? <laughs> like if I wasn't here, right? How would you ever know? And, uh, but, you know, that was my path and my, and my guidance to go and learn this, this truth about humanity. I've lived amongst you all. I've been on all your couches man. I have lived all over this damn country. I've lived in every, uh, you know, home. I don't even know how many homes I've slept in guys. No clue. Uh, so trust me when I say, I know humanity better than humanity knows itself. And in all cases, you guys are loving, caring, just generous beings. I don't know who these aliens are who are ruling our lives but damn it guys we got to get out of this satanic pack mm -hmm. and it all comes from inner work and and people like uh lindsey charm charman can come in and and really help you walk through this path as you unveil all of that dirt inside of your soul because it, it is you know it's 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 not easy to let all this trauma go and you don't even know it's there until it's just like shaking its way out of your soul and then wow what a relief yeah yeah. Awesome. Well said. Amen. Yeah. Been there, done that, <laughs> you know, seen <laughs> yeah. it and, and witnessed it. And yes, guys, so uh, just, yeah. Yeah. Have faith guys. Uh, as crazy as all of these things are, it's, uh, it's, it's also just a fascinating, <laughs> just 
insane reality that we existed. So enjoy that because my God, who's ever going to experience an end of the world like this? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, and I'll just say, you know, another thing that you really um, kept true and whole in me all those years I was listening to you was that faith in humans, you know, and in humanity, because you're such a proponent of that. You share so much evidence of that, that we really are good. And, you know, this is the satanic narcissist agenda is to make you feel like you're not and agree to the the false reality that humans are evil and dirty and scum and harsh and going to kill each other and rape each other and all of these things. And yeah, some people eventually go to that, but very few and only after great amounts of pressure and destruction has been wrought upon them. So I will just thank you again, Freeman, for keeping that hope alive. Absolutely. If you realize that, you know, tribes uh, self-regulate and if you're a jackass, your tribe's going to let you know. (laughs) If you remain a jackass, your tribe's going to ostracize you. You know, it's just that simple. We we are (laughs) self-regulating. And and you either go learn how to not be a jackass by the school of hard knocks and come back and be a friendly human being, or you continue to blame the herd and, and, you know, your people for all your problems. You know, that's that's all there is to it. That's it, guys. You're either an anarchist or a socialist. I'll have to agree with Lindsay on that one. And you know me, I'm anarchist all the way. All I the just way. <laughs> I wish that term hadn't taken on a dark tint to it. You know, people hear anarchy and they think chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they use it in place of that by no by no accident. That was intentional. And then mm-hmm. so you always have to wonder, well then what are they hiding? And they're ha- they're hiding the truth that anarchy is love. Anarchy is for lovers. Elon Musk is not a Satanist. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) oh my God, guys, you know, that's the world we live in. It's twisted, it's contorted, but damn, it's fascinating. So, all right. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) 